Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Bike Time. My name is Terry Toot, and today's show will be called Portraits of Fun. You're probably saying, why is he calling it Portraits of Fun? So we're going to talk about the latest point-and-shoot cameras. We're going to give a brief history of them real quick, and um, we're going to talk about them because they take such really good pictures now. And it's a subject that we've never even talked about here on the show, unless we're talking about the cameras that are on our, our, our laptop computers. <clears throat> but uh, we're going to dive into that a little bit, and uh, we're going to talk about some of the sub-300 some of the sub-300 uh, point-and-shoot cameras that have phenomenal, phenomenal uh, specifications. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some big, big, big college football games today. And also the NFL, they're doing a game tomorrow. Real big game, uh, Kansas City versus uh, Miami. Um, Tariq Hill used to play for Kansas City. Now he plays for Miami. So they're doing that game in Stuttgart, no, excuse me, Frankfurt, Germany. And uh, look forward to trying and watching that game, even though it's a 9.30 game. But um, I'm going to try and watch that. But uh, once you come back to the show, come back later on, enjoy the music, and we'll get into everything today. So uh, I hope you stick around and enjoy. And let's have some fun. gentlemen all right all right thank you again thank you for coming on to bike time once again my name is terry toot and today's show will be called portraits of fun and like i said we're going to talk about the latest uh and point and shoot cameras they've come a long way ladies and gentlemen um and then we're going to talk about the forefathers of the point and shoot cameras so that's you know something we never talk about here on uh bike time and cameras because we're so used to taking pictures with a phone but to have another extension, okay, another device such as the camera. Now, cameras can get very expensive. Um, we'll get into all that also. And uh, but this is something we never talked about. I figured, why not? You know, we talk about everything else, about the computers and, you know, this and that. Let's talk about cameras. So we'll get into that. Also, today, uh, some really, really monstrous college football games that are on today and we're going to run down schedule real quick uh today one first game it's going to be a blowout uh ohio state versus Rutgers up in piscataway and uh let's see texas versus kansas state that's going to be a good game uh let's see what's another one uh notre dame is in clemson clemson's not playing very good i have a feeling notre dame's gonna blow them out uh tennessee versus yukon no good Utah, Arizona State, Army, Air Force. Army's not doing that good, but the, the service academies, they play fundamental wishbone football, and it's really good when, you, when they get together. Missouri, 7-1. Georgia, 8-0. But the game is in Georgia, plus or minus 15. I'll give Missouri 15. They, they won't cover that spread. 
Pittsburgh, uh, Florida, Florida State versus Pittsburgh, no good. Ooh, the Bedlam game. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know. And the game I try to go to today, Penn State versus Maryland, it's Penn State's offensively is very, very, very flawed. I hope James Phelps gets some good um, ballers in there next year because that offense is flawed. They have no breakaway wide receivers. I think they got one. The running backs suck and no good. Okay. Uh, Oregon, uh, California, going to be blow them out. Michigan, Purdue, eh, Michigan should blow them out. Interesting game. Washington versus USC. Now, USC has what we call a paper bag defense. You, they couldn't tackle a puppy. You hear me? But the offense, phenomenal. So they need to get that corrected immediately next year. This is the best game for today, ladies and gentlemen. Alabama, I mean, LSU versus Alabama. I will be watching that game. That's going to be down home. Put your feet in the trenches and play some Southern football. Big boy, the big boys got to have their pants on that day today wow we're talking you got cats both sides of the field that play against each other but this is game is has this game has major ramifications towards the college football playoffs this is going to be a war it's it's in alabama so that's an advantage that the tide has but the only thing i see about alabama they're very inconsistent this year um they have a good team I just want to see them put it together. Um, what else? And that's basically it. Okay. So in college, that's college football for today. It's really good games. They're really good games. And then, like I said, tomorrow is a big game on, in the NFL. It's in Stuttgart, Germany. No, Frankfurt. Excuse me. Frankfurt, Germany. Let's see. Yeah, that game's in. Yeah, that game is in. Frankfurt, Frankfurt, Germany. Yep. Um, and that game starts at 9.30 tomorrow morning, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're up and about, you footballers that like football, that would be a good game to watch at 9.30. I'm going to try and watch it. Um, I want to see how Tariq Hill and um, I want to see what um, Patrick Mahomes does. Because their wide receivers are not very good. But they're still winning. Uh, what else? Yeah, it's a bunch of multiple games. You know the routine. Here we go. Minnesota, Atlanta, uh, L.A. Rams at Green Bay, Washington at New England, Chicago at New Orleans. Interesting. Seattle at Baltimore. I'm right. Ladies and gentlemen, I just live 20, 25 minutes from where the uh, Ravens play at. Um, Tampa Bay versus Houston. Uh, Houston should win that one easily. Uh, Indianapolis and Carolina, Ugh. the Giants at the Raiders. Ugh, uh. <laughs> this is the game of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. The Dallas Cowboys versus Philadelphia. Philadelphia has got a, a monstrous offense. Who would have thunk that these guys is good again this year? Dallas got their hands full. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Buffalo's got their hands full. Cincinnati is in their groove now. They are Jamal Chase is a beast. Uh, they're, they're, in a, they're in a groove, so I wouldn't want. And then the Rams, excuse me, the LA, LA Chargers. I'm so used to calling them the San Diego Chargers. 
LA Charles versus my J-E-T. Yes, Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's go Jets. You're going to win that game tomorrow. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting the cheers out. Um, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, um, we lost another person in um, in entertainment. Uh, Matthew Perry died. Uh, Matthew Perry from Friends uh, died on October 28th. Um, very sad that a gentleman that was going through things got his life corrected and um he drowned in a hot tub so i'm i'm just just very sad he's only 54 years old and um the young man died um very sad very very sad and you know my deepest sympathy to him to his family and his loved ones um you know it's a tragedy that happened and i just hope that uh you know, they find out why he really passed away. And um, the gentleman was very talented. Uh, I never watched, I'm going to be honest, I never watched Friends. Um, but, um, you know, four friends, six friends, where they were living in the village of Manhattan, supposed to be. But um, very sad he passed away. Very talented actor. I've seen him in other shows. I just never watched um, Friends, not my cup of tea. But um, what else? Yeah, so it's very sad. The young man was very talented, and he was on the road. He was definitely on recovery, and he was trying to. Um, he was donating money for people that are in recovery, and he was just on his own way. So it's really sad that he, he the way he they said they found him. So. Uh, once again, my deepest sympathy to uh, to the Perry family, and may God bless you all. And that much more I can say, ladies and gentlemen. God bless. So on that note, let's keep this show going. So, oh yeah. So today we're going to talk about the point and shoot cameras um, that really, really have changed dramatically in the last. I'm going to say. 15 to 20 years now people are saying why are you talking about that there were uh, cameras before then yes they were and we're going to talk about them so um the true camera that really came out um back in the day were the kodak instamatics and you had to put the one ton film in there it had a little little crappy flash on the top you shot pictures with it. You take the film to a photo mark, get it developed. I don't know, it took forever to get it, but anyway, <laughs> you know, a little, it was like a little booth. You took it, uh, they wrote your name on there. They'll call you when the pictures are ready, come back, and it shows you all your pictures. That was like the true instamatic, but you had to take it to someplace else to get developed. Then, ladies and gentlemen, Polaroid came out with the Instamatic camera. Um, not so much Instamatic, Polaroid, I would say, the, they were like a, they were a cursor, precursor to the point and shoot because you didn't have to go to a photo mat and get it developed, wait forever. The picture's right there in front of you, okay? The only thing is it had a built-in flash, it did, and press a button on there in the front, took a picture, and then it, it it would slowly come out, and there it was. And it was 
trust me, it was so popular having those instamatic cameras back. I mean, those those um, Polaroid instamatic cameras. They were like the thing to have back in the day. And, you know, like the they, they did a high-end one, which was called the SX-70 Sonar One Step. It was the first older focus camera with single lens reflex. And that was released in 1970. Then after that, video cameras came out. And um, like they say, that's the story. <laughs> but really, the, the Polaroid cameras, I can really consider them the first point and shoot because they, you get the picture developed right there in your hand. And you figure by 1977, they had two thirds of the market, into camera market. Who else was gonna beat them? Even though Kodak was still out there, but Polaroid had those cameras, you know, that was it. Beautiful, you can get a picture right then, take a picture, boop, there it is. Automat automatically coming out the bottom. I remember that, we used to have when we were kids. And uh, if you grew up in the 70s, this was, this was like the highlight, taking pictures with the Instamatic. I mean, the Polaroid cameras. And um, they're trying to do other people that tried to imitate, but it was too late, too late in the game. And then, like I said, the video cameras came out. But one thing that stood out, people still had the cameras that you could change your lenses on because you see them at the football games, basketball games, and whatever. And back then, you still had to load the film, a 110 film or whatever it may be, and then you had to develop it yourself or you had a person in a um, camera lab that would develop the, um, the pictures for you. But the point and shoot, per se, really, really didn't come out until... 1977, and that was through Konica. Um, it was a Konica C35 autofocus. So it was a simple point and shoot, and that was released in 77. Then, 78, they came out even more. And then you got these other cameras come out. But then, other cameras are coming out in the other work, ladies and gentlemen. You had your Canons, you had your Yashikas. Minolta was coming out with cameras. And then, as the years gone by, the technology exactly increased. So you figure now you have a single autofocus. Now you have a power zoom lens on your on your pocket camera. Point and shoot. Your point and shoot had zoom lens on there, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you go from 10 meters to 25. It was crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy to have a camera that small. Now you would think of the 35 millimeter, you go from 35 millimeter to 80 millimeters. That's a big difference. These point and shoots uh, cameras have um, come a long, long, long way, ladies and gentlemen. And they have um, really taken off in the last, I, they have taken off a, a lot. Um, let's see, let's, get this in. let's try and look this. Trying to find some things that we've noticed in the last 10 years on um on a point and shoot. So basically they really started taking off um around 2010. They were adding more technically advanced features in them. Okay. And one thing that did change from you know, say 2010 to now is the video, the autofocus in the video. 
And that does make a big difference in pictures. If you, uh, cause I have one, ladies and gentlemen, and I've had three of them now, four. <laughs> and the last one I bought was a couple of years ago. And, and you can time the, the, the camera to take pictures of with a group of people. So you don't even need a person to shoot the picture. You just gotta make sure it's pointed correctly and it's got, you know, people in a way where the lens can exactly get everyone in the picture. And that's phenomenal. So, and it's ridiculous how the newer point and shoots will get into that also. And we're going to try and keep, which we're going to talk about some of the smaller ones, some of the ones that have really taken off. Um, in the last 10, oh, we'll go 20 years. And like I said, we're going to keep like a sub 300 camera and, you know, nothing funky out here. You know what I mean? And so let's talk about the main features that's, that's occurred in these uh, cameras. The megapixels, really, really important. You probably say, what are megapixels? The megapixels are, are what... <clears throat> The amount of light that's coming in through the camera, basically. So when you see someone says, hey, I got a 10 megapixel camera, I got 20 megapixels, I got a 30 megapixel, it increases the sharpness of that photo that you're taking. And it makes a big difference to have that. So um, so what this, so basically with a megapixel count, uh, it's sensor size has more impact on clarity of your photos, especially in low light situations. So if you're shooting in low light, okay, and you have like a 30 or 40 megapixel uh, camera, oh my God, a picture's gonna come out nice, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Zoom lens, point and shoot has zoom lens, just like the other models, you know, the you know, the typical Canons, and then you got your Nikons who got those power zoom lens, and then you can extend it to 100, you know, 125 millimeters. The point of shoot don't have that. They do have zoom lenses on there. Um, so they make, it, uh, they make a very, very big difference. So, so some of them have a, utilize a optical zoom lens versus a digital zoom lens, okay? And so what they're saying here, digital zoom can give you a longer zoom range. Image quality is compromised, so don't forget that. Some cameras have both optical zoom with extended digital zoom, okay? Zoom lenses are an important feature. Optical is way to go, even though it adds a little bulk. So we're just saying you have that optical, that light coming in there makes a big difference. Viewfinders. Now, you know, if people, some people are not familiar with the cameras. The viewfinder is that screen on the back of your, on the back of your camera, and you can see everything on there. I mean, what, you, what you're looking at is what the lens is seeing, okay? So my camera is not that big of a lens, but it's good enough to see your, you know, what you want to take that picture of, okay? Um, the LCD screens make a big difference, okay? Then they have some that are... You press the button, they flip over and all kind of tricks and stuff. And it's cool. And, and then, like they're saying here, there's some of the um, high-end compacts have um, optical viewfinders 
with a hopeful and a helpful from composing a bright light when it's difficult to see an LCD screen. So that makes a big difference to keep that glare out of there, okay? Image stabilization, anti-shake, big, big, big difference. Now I bought a Canon camera back in the day and you could see I'm moving, the, you know, you can see what's, you know, it's not stable. The newer one I have, it has stabilization, ladies and gentlemen. You could, you could do it all you want, but it's still, their picture's going straight. So it has something of that feature is phenomenal. Excellent, excellent, excellent. It makes it, so no one wants to see a crooked picture. Who the hell wants to see that, okay? With the image stabilization and anti-shake, totally, totally makes a big difference. I like the same, taking pictures in low light, stabilization. Excellent, excellent feature. It really is. And it says right here, the optical eyes adjust the lens to compensate for movement while sensor movement adjusts the position of the sensor to compensate for any shake. So 100% true. Okay. And you have camera modes. Like you can do landscape. You can do uh, darkness, lightness, um, portrait. It has different features on the camera. All you got to do is press the button, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Slide to here, slide to there. That's all you have to do. Like if you're taking a portrait picture, like say, uh, land, let's say landscape. You're out at the Atlantic Coast, you're on the Chesapeake over here. Switch it over to the landscape. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it does make a difference when you make those changes in the picture. Okay. And another thing, do the camera modes and all that stuff too. So that's really good. Wireless connectivity. Okay, my camera has that. So what I had to do was I had to download the app from Canon, all right, onto my tablet. And then when you finish taking pictures, it's going to search for that external device. So in my case, it would be my tablet. Ladies and gentlemen, the pictures got uploaded onto the Wi-Fi, right, directly to the tablet. Every picture I took with my camera went directly to that. Nowadays, see the, the camera I had back in the day. You had to wire with the USB port from the USB to the to the your computer. Now you don't need those cables. Why? You can do it wirelessly, ladies and gentlemen. So simple. Big difference, also memory cards. Okay, that storage makes a big difference in, in the quality of your picture. It really does. It really does. You can have some. Uh, 12 gigabytes, eh, 24, okay, now 32, excellent. They, they have higher cards, and they had speed, you know, they had the high-definition um, SD cards, so um, that's something to think about with the point you shoot. So let's get into this real, real quick. Okay, the first camera, you guys are going to be mad at me because I own this camera. It is a Canon PowerShot SX620. Now, I've had mine for the last couple of years. Um, cause my other one, I figure I'm going to Vegas. If I'm going to look good, I need to shoot some pictures to look good. So, <laughs> so it is a Canon PowerShot SX620. Um, it has a 25X, um, optical zoom, 1080, the DPI, full HD video, 100%, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's got a three inch LCD screen. That's what we were talking about earlier. Very slim. Uh, it can get a little fidgety sometimes, you know what I mean? When you shoot pictures, um, maybe because of my stupidity sometimes, but 
and it's a very good camera ladies and gentlemen just it's so simple to use though very simple to use it really is and it takes some damn good pictures i i should have i'll post them up on the website on my on my um on my site here at podbean and uh you can look at i'll put some more pictures up real quick um after the show all right so ladies and gentlemen that price of the camera is 386 dollars and i did not pay 386 dollars when i bought mine okay it's two years ago so as you can tell you know that big that bug of inflation still biting people in certain areas and um it is a very good camera ladies not because i own it ladies and gentlemen but it is a very good camera okay next one we're going to talk about this one's uh, retailing for 235 dollars on amazon and it is a Sony DSC WX220 top rated camera, point and shoot. It has a small optics on the zoom lens, um, simple connectivity to smart smartphone, same thing. Download the app, ladies and gentlemen. But you you don't want to fill up your phone with that. I would recommend putting it putting it on your on your desktop or your laptop computer. Do that way so you won't use up all your storage you have on your phones. But it can work that way. Full HD recording. It's got a CMOS sensor on there. Uh, the video is 1080 and 60 frames per second. Unbelievable. Same thing. Uh, it has an optical steady shot image stabilization. So same thing. When you take your pictures and you sh- fidgeting around, it's gonna come out like you're gonna look at the picture and like I was moving around, but you weren't because it was stable because that feature was activated. But if it wasn't activated, you'd see it. When you have it activated, ladies and gentlemen, the camera does not make errors with that. Okay. And Wi-Fi, like I'm telling you about, same thing. From your camera to your, your to your computer. I will do it to your computer, ladies and gentlemen, because you're gonna fill up the storage. Because uh, JPEG files do fill up pretty fast, and you don't want to use up all your storage on your phone. Then you gotta go get another card, SD a card for a memory card for your phone. So you don't want that. And it uses memory, it's a memory stick duo, uh, memory stick pro and SD cards that you can use for the Sony camera, okay? The next one, this one's called the Sony, our Panasonic Lumix ZS50. Once again, 12 megapixel sensor, um, the Leica lens. Leica is a German, I think they're German um, firm, company, and if i'm correct they make absolutely some of the best photo lenses in the world okay they make some of the best in the world some of the some of your top photographers in the world use the leica um the leica lenses or leica cameras did but they're mainly known for their lens they make phenomenal lens um Let's see, I'm trying to find out for sure. I'm almost positive German. Just bear with me, but they, they make really good. And that's nice to have a camera. Um, the camera lens in uh, made, because they're very high end. Let's see, we're gonna find out, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everyone's enjoying themselves. Um, a little crisp this morning. And yeah, like it was made in Germany. Definitely made in Germany, okay? Um, yep. And very good. German, make very good lens. I, I've heard of some of the 
and Lee Woods, you name it, all those high-end photographers, they use the Leica lenses. And um, the Sony, like I said, very good. Same as the other ones, built-in eye viewfinder, light speed autofocus, wireless connectivity, same thing with the Canon, same thing with the Sony. And this is an SD card, uh, wireless interface, and the wireless interface I have is called the Near Field Communications. So what it's saying is uh, Near Field, so it's near the field of connection from, like, say, your camera to your laptop or to your tablet. All right? Oh, and this ta uh, uh, camera retails for um, $400. Yeah. So it's starting to get expensive now, ladies and gentlemen, the point and shoot. You can get a low end, but you're not going to get good quality, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Last but not least is the Nikon Cool Picks. Now, Nikon makes phenomenal cameras, ladies and gentlemen. I've always been a big fan. Never owned one. I've had friends that had the um, Nikon cameras. The pictures on them are phenomenal. Okay? They are phenomenal. And um, I'm talking the, the power ones, you know, whether the 25 or the 35 millimeter, 80 millimeter lenses. But they're, um, but the pointy shoots is a little bit different. Okay, so the same thing, 1080 full definition. It's got a 40X zoom lens. Uh, it's got Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, same thing, MC connectivity, uh, remote control via your smartphone, okay? Um, you can do continuous shooting, that's seven frames per second. Excellent, excellent. Uh, it's got a manual zoom, uh, mobile device, remote control. Like I said, pop-up flash, remote view, touchscreen, you name it. This camera really has it. Um, you can do HDMI, USB with it, and JPEG, of course, JPEG files. Um, your video is 1920 by 10. That's even better what we saw, what we talked about earlier on the other cameras. And the video definition, same thing, 1080 by 1080p. A DPI, okay, and this only goes for one hundred eighty dollars at Amazon, and this was just—I just saw this yesterday. So if you're interested in getting to the point and shoot, ladies and gentlemen, that's a great price. And that Nikon makes phenomenal cameras, ladies and gentlemen, really good cameras. So um, you, you gotta check that out. And if you want to get into it, I've—I've I've been doing the point and shoot cameras for a long time, but I'm going—I'm trying to start from the from here. At the bottom, I work my way up to the 25, uh, 35, 80, 35, 80 millimeter, the, the, we call them. You had to buy the body, then the lens is separate. So I'm, I used to have one, gave it up. Now I'm trying to slowly get into the game of photography. But um, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you for listening and coming on the show. And if you have any ideas that you want to bring along, hit me up. Um, through Podbean or send me an email. My email address is terrytoot at gmail.com. I'll gladly take your email or leave a message or something, leave a, um, a reply at the end of the uh, show. I greatly appreciate it. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end the show with Cleroy by Snarky Puppy. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your day. Be well. Take care. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll be back here again next Saturday. I love you all. Take care.